Good morning. Good morning. God, we thank you for such another beautiful morning. To have the opportunity to say thank you, Father. We love you so much. Waking up feeling so refreshed. So revived. Even more passionate about who we are as children of God. So honor Christ for what you have done for us. You gave your life for us. And we're not so focused on the crucifixion. But we live a life resurrected. And for that we are forever grateful. That is finished. The victory has already been won on our behalf. Forevermore. That's exciting to me. Hallelujah. So Father, we're not waiting for tomorrow to celebrate you as we do every day for your goodness, your mercy. And we thank you for it, God. Every day. Every single day. There's not a moment that go by that we're not thankful. That we're not thinking about you and grateful for the things you are doing in our lives. Each day gets greater and greater. Trials may come, yes. Tribulations may come, yes. Obstacles may come, yes. Strongholds may come, yes. Storms may come, yes. Mountains may come and arrive, yes. But it's our response to every obstacle, every stronghold, every mountain, every storm. And we have the power to command it to remain under our feet. For we are forever victorious. Hallelujah. Victory sounds good to me. Victory feels good to me. Hallelujah. I thank God so much for freedom. Thank God so much for liberty and justice. It feels so good to receive justice. And what I mean by that, listen carefully. For all the falsely accused, the gossiped upon, anyone who said anything about you that wasn't true or was true behind your back in any kind of way. And God exposes that. God exposes that. You don't have to do anything but just believe. Believe that he is your protector. In the midst of that gossip, in the midst of any trial tribulation that could ever come your way, your steps has already been ordered, Jesus. So all you have to do is follow and believe. Believe why you're following. Believe that God is who he say he is. And God do what he say he can do. And your life will never be the same. And I am a testimony of that. Every moment with God spent is glory upon glory in my life. To wake up and God just have this super or my natural. And to say words to me like, you are the chosen one. Now when he said that he's not speaking the only but he comes to me and speaking to me individual. As an individual, you are the chosen one. 
I have called you, Quenisha. I have anointed you, say your name. I have anointed you to go out into the earth and to cause people in the earth to become engaged with Christ. To become engaged in love. To become engaged with kindness. To become engaged with knowing. Knowing what? God is good. God is so good. And he reminds me of his goodness every blink of an eye. Every breath I take. Every move I make. And it's so much more than that. I'm so grateful for that. Every promise, every desire is what God put on the inside of me. So I'm in alignment and what he put on the inside of you because you're synchronized with God's will for your life. So you only want what God wants, Jesus. You only desire what God desires, Jesus. And it shall come to pass. And guess what the, the good news is about it? The icing on the cake is nothing, Jesus. Nothing can stand in the way. Because you're not going to allow it. God's not going to allow it. Because you're a partaker. You're a possessor of what belongs to you. And you're preparing well. And I'm so happy for you. Do that mean you would never experience another obstacle? No, it does not. But throughout every obstacle and trial and tribulation, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Because God is before you. Who could be against you? You have angels, all of heaven on your side. God keep giving me encounters with my grandfather. And my grandfather is in home, in the kingdom. And we had an eye-to-eye -eye encounter last night. And the way how he kept looking, engaging into my eyes. That he knows everything now that he did not know when he was here in the earth. See, when your family member go home to the kingdom, God shows them things about you. Also with everybody else in the family. But when it comes to your life as you being touched, that's being exposed in the kingdom. God show them who you are in the earth. Because that's your bloodline. The anointing been passed down to you from generation to generation. And God is showing me how important my assignment really is. And God began to show me all these pictures and everything that I have under my belt that I have done this far. And God said, you, things you even forgot about that I can never forget. Nothing goes unnoticed in the kingdom. Things that you didn't even, wasn't even aware of that you were helping other people doing. Because it became your lifestyle. Helping became your lifestyle. Praying became your lifestyle. You're praying even when you're unaware. You're praying. Jesus. Your actions pray. Your movements is a prayer. Hallelujah. We are the living word of God. 
Every, not just by our mouths, but every part of us sets a sound that we are children of God. Everywhere we go. That's why everywhere we tread our feet upon is blessed. And God didn't just say blessed, but blessed beyond measure. I see so many realms, so many gold realms going higher and higher and higher. There's no end to the realms of God's glory. It just increased and increased. I said, God, I can, I just, I understand why they're declaring holy, holy, holy amongst you. Hallelujah. And God said a lot of their holy, holy, holies is because what God's seeing is you know, what God is showing them concerning you here in the earth. They see what you're doing and they praising God for it. Praising God, honoring God, worshiping God, thanking God for who he is and what he's doing and how he do what he do. And why he do what he do. No one is counted out. And when I go and minister, even do prayer to myself, the words are being set in the atmosphere to where I send it, Jesus. And I came across a neighborhood yesterday. A lot of drugs in that neighborhood. And I can see the entire transaction from when they purchase, when they do it, and how their body responds to what they've done. And the people that sell it to them, look at them and move away. Because they don't want to be accounted for what happens to them. And they were all on the ground falling down. And there have been times when I went out there to help people. God said, this time I want you to pray. And I want you to pray from a distance. See, God will instruct us what to do, how to do, and when to do things. It's not always the same way every time. Just because you see someone that's sitting down on a curb and appears to be homeless without no, nothing to eat or nothing to drink, you don't know how God's going to instruct you to help them. God might just say pray. God's answer is not always going to be give them money. I want you to know that. Because some, because God sees everything that we do not see. And you're not giving money, but prayer just saved that person's life. These are times of glory. God is showing me himself. Sipping a glass of iced tea. That's his way of showing me that he's just enjoying watching his finish run. I'm trying to tell you. It's like relaxation mode in the kingdom. Just sit back and watch what I saw already come to pass once again. For all eternity. See, we got to look at the good in everything. Because there is good in everything. There is good in everyone. See, I don't just look at the victim when it comes to a certain tragedy. Or a trial. I look at the suspect too. Because I, re I realize and I evaluate the suspect even more. As to why he did what he did to the victim. 
Hallelujah. I'm not a person to hop on a wagon. I have to evaluate the entire scene, the entire situation. I have to read all the information myself and not just go off what someone else told me. Because things are always added in and things are always taken out. And I know that through my experience, being gossiped upon, and even times when I have gossiped in the past, you don't tell everything. It's things that happen to you. Sometimes we tell some of the story to dress it up to make ourselves look better and look more victimized. But it's time for us to tell the truth overall. People say it's always three sides to a story. The truth, somewhat, and a lie. Hallelujah. God told me this morning, I want you to let go every negative word that was ever spoken of you. No matter who said it, why they said it, let it go. Because I'm taking you higher this morning, baby. He's talking to me in and out of my sleep. And his voice is very clear. And it appears to be different every time. I love that. I said to myself, I said, what does that sound like? When God was calling on Samuel like that. And he kept going to Eli. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. To hear God's audible voice, Jesus. That's amazing. God will call you. However, he wants to call you. See, we put a lot of restrictions on God because we're looking for God to come a specific way. Take the limits off. Take the limits off because there is no limit. I'm enjoying my alone time with God. And while I'm sitting here alone, God just re released to me, I want you to go and accompany my mom. See, I planned on sitting in my own, my own place today and kick back. <laughs> Jesus. But let me tell you why God said that. Because people need the God in you. Hallelujah. That peace you have, that joy you have, that love you have, that patience, that strength you have, that boldness you have, that humor you have, people need that. And God said, I'm about to, I'm about to sponge you real quick. <laughs> I'm about to have you going out to be sponged. And trust me, don't ever worry about going dry, for you are over an everlasting overflow. You are always over. Jesus. My God, you showing off today. God, you showing off. I'm about to give me a new outfit for the day. I'm trying to tell you because I'm about to show off too. Jesus. Seriously. People that look down upon you. People that talk about you. People that criticize you. People that gospel do anything negative towards you. Forgive them. Love them anyhow. Don't even embrace that negativity. Throw it to the ground. Do not let those words come in. Because guess what? Those words are not true. 
And God said that to me. They're not true. And you know that. Don't be moved by that. So what if they're a member of the body? The body isn't perfect. You're in it. So it's not perfect. Hallelujah. Us coming together on one accord for one purpose to believe. Continuing to believe. Hallelujah. Take every burden off your back and cast it to God. Every thought, every worry. I know what it's like to be around someone who feeling like I'm feeling today. Very relaxed, very peaceful, just very subtle with the word of God. And then a child tribulation come to pass. And you're looking at, and you're happy for this person's emotions and this person's excitement and the season that they're in. And you're, and you're happy for yourself too, but you know you got that child tribulation that's in before you. So it caused your day to be somewhat bothered. Or you might got negative news somewhere or someone called with something that just wasn't right. And that seems to be on your mind or in your heart. And you have to step over those emotions by denying those ne that negativity. Push through further. How far are you willing to go in the area of happiness? Let go every form of devastation. Seriously. Because God is putting his glory all upon you. And you're going to feel and you are experiencing it right now. God is sitting back on his throne. I mean, I've never seen God so relaxed looking. He actually like laid back on his throne. Seriously. Watching his finished work because he watched us go through the trials, tribulations. He watched us go through the preparation and he's watching us walk through the finished work. He saw it all. He created it all. He saw the beginning, Jesus. Seeing all of that which God saw. My God. Jesus. I see Satan on my right side. With all these chains. He has so many chains. And God is speaking to me right now. Saying to me as I'm talking to you. Every chain represents every lie he had thrown my way and thrown your way. And by you denying Satan's words to open up and receive God's words, you will restore. So everything that Christ, I mean everything that Satan took away from you, you took it back. And everything he released to you, you released it back. And those were the chains that were on you, now back on him. And it's more than what was on you. It's much more. The chains are more than doubled upon him for what he done to you. Just because you're a child of God. And God is setting a reminder. Do not mess with my anointing. And do my prophets no harm. Hallelujah. A lot of people I know, and I'm one of them, who don't talk about a title much. 
Because there's so many people out there claiming false titles that they're not anointed to carry. But let me tell you something. If that's who you are and God said that's who you are, then you better claim that. Hallelujah. Because you have prepared to receive that anointing on your life. I was born to be a seer, unaware of it. I just knew it was something greater than I can ever imagine because I was acting different, looking different. Everything was different. I prayed different. I praised different. Everything was different. It's like I was spotlighted upon everywhere I went. I began to see in the natural. Okay, hallelujah. And I began to see in a supernatural realm a lot. I mean, I was more familiar with the supernatural realms than the earthly realm. I'm trying to tell you. And I just thank God for the anointing because I used to be ashamed of it. I used to be embarrassed about it. Because it made me different. It separated me from others. See, I wasn't educated biblically to understand who I was. That's why it's so important to read. Oh, God, I love that. I love what you put on the inside of me. I'm feeling all kinds of feelings, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Jesus, I haven't even eaten yet. And that's not like me. God knows that's not like me. But Jesus, I'm just so excited. It's taking my appetite away. Hallelujah. My natural appetite. Let me say that. I'm tapping into my spiritual appetite. And it's so fulfilling. I used to always ask Jesus, how you do 40 days and 40 nights, man? I had to reread that, mate. It was in 40 days and you ate in the evening. I mean, did you eat once in them 40 days out of the day? 40 days and 40 nights without nothing. I said, Jesus, come here, man. Come here, man. Nothing. I mean, throughout my entire life, I mean, years, 10 to 15 years, throughout my life, just asking, nothing? And he still said the same thing, nothing. I'm like, Jesus, come here, man. Come here. Nothing. He still said, nothing. I'm like, Jesus, what's your secret, man? He said, I didn't eat from this world. I ate from heaven. I ate heavenly food. And that filled me up because my flesh does not overrule my spirit, but my spirit overrules my flesh. So my flesh had to come to under so under total submission. I commanded my, my body to function as it ought to function. Jesus. I said, that was more than a month, Jesus. My God. And I said this morning, I feel like I have peace with that conversation now that I didn't have before. Because when you have an important assignment, which we all do. When you tap into the importance and the passion of it. You are desperate to fulfill it. That you meditate about it. That you read about it, you dream about it, you talk about it, you pray about it, you give thanks for it, and you worship. And it tends to take away a natural anything. Because it's spirit upon spirit. Laying at the feet of Jesus. Sitting in the lap of God. 
having your life under the shadows of his wings. Your life being protected by your almighty God. He's touching your spirit. And Satan looks so pathetic right now. I just have to say that. And he's carrying his suitcase. And this suitcase represents an invitation. An invitation to let him come back into your life. And not to bless it, but to destroy it. As if you're going to say, yes, Satan. I'll take that invitation. I'll walk back in destruction. I'll walk back in fear. I'll walk back in doubt. Not. Get thee away, Satan. Get behind me, man. I love the fact that I'm honest. Because a lot of people are not. I love the fact that I have, I'm humorous. For there are a lot of people that are not. I love the fact that I am authentic. Hallelujah. For we were all created to be. So I want you to enjoy this day. Tomorrow is resurrection day. A reminder. Oh, what Christ has already done, Jesus. So as you out there getting your Sunday's best prepared, I'm excited with you and I'm excited for you for what God is doing in and through your life. And I'm excited to be a part of your marvelous testimony as a member also in the body of Christ. I love you so much. <laughs> I don't know why God does that. Whenever I'm talking to you, he's using me to talk to you. And also he's saying things to me at the same time. And these things, I'm not going to repeat all the time that God is saying. It's like God be on joke time when I get up on here. As soon as I get up on here, here he is with it. Jesus. <laughs> but not all the time. But it's definitely today. Let me tell you something. You stood. You stood. You pressed through. You persevered. You endured. And because of that, God is about to show up. God is, not about, God is showing up and showing out on your behalf, my God. I feel so much of God in me now. Ah, man, my goodness. It feels so good. And this music goes perfect with my, my mood. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I feel like just dancing. Just dancing the whole day away. My God. Because I have settled that I believe in everything that God says. Even if someone call me right now with some disturbing news, I have to quickly stir myself up to remain how I am and who I am at all times. And you know what? Sometimes that used to bother me when you're feeling so relaxed and so easy and so peaceful. Someone comes so miserable 
And you got to remember, God's sending people that like that your way. He's not going to send everybody your way all the time how you are, as you are. Because you have something that they need. So they may come to you negative. But don't become entangled with the negativity. Overpower that evil with good. Thank you, Jesus. To every promise God ever spoken concerning you and concerning me, embrace it now. Give thanks now. Because it's indeed yours. And nothing can stand in the way from you receiving everything that belongs to you. Hallelujah. And the time is now. So enjoy everything. And even continue to enjoy preparing. And being patient. Hallelujah. For the arrival. I love you so much. And remember. Greater is he who is in us. Than he who is in the world. I love you forever. Enjoy this beautiful weekend. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Do not be entangled with anger. Or sudden anything that's robbing you, trying to rob you from your inner peace. That belongs to you. It's a gift. So let Christ dwell within you and also see himself or what he purchased for you on the day that he said is finished. To see that become your lifestyle. Because as for me and my house, there is no failure. I'm too humble. I'm too equipped to allow anything to cause anyone in my home to become dysfunctional or unaware. Embracing the Father's love in every way, shape, or form is my only release. And that I will only receive nothing else. Anything that was ever spoken to me that was disrespectful and belittling already been thrown back into the enemy. Because he's the target, not my neighbor. Because I don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Neither should you. Hallelujah. And always remember, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. Don't argue back. You don't even have to offend. You don't even have to defend yourself. Don't even operate in offense. It don't belong to you anymore. Remain in love. Remain in peace and be still. In all of your fruit, be still in it. And even forget the things that happened to you. Because some of us are walking around with a little bit hurt and we're not aware of it. I had to break three chains off a person's heart. And they were thick chains. Due to unforgiveness. It wasn't even aware that they were operating in unforgiveness. 
it's okay because it's normal. Especially when you allow someone to hurt you. So now that you allow that to become on the inside of you into your heart, which it should have been guarded. But when that happened to us, we have to go through the healing process. And some of us take longer than others. Because we all deal with our emotions differently. Some people be on get back. You hurt me, I hurt you. Some people be on get away from me. I don't ever want to be bothered with you again. Some people say it's okay to walk in love, but I'm still angry. I forgive, but I don't forget. But God says he, for, he forgives your sins and remember them no more. So why are you trying to remember? Hallelujah. I've been hurt many of times. By all kinds of people. And I allow myself to be hurt. Even though the situation, you'd be looking like, man, that would bother me too. But don't be moved or entangled. So I had to go through the preparation. Even though I loved the people, it was still on the inside of me. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. It's not worth it. Because that's keeping you from receiving all that God has for you. And I want you to receive everything, not just some things. So free yourself from anything that's tempering in your heart that shouldn't be there in the name of Jesus. I love you all so much. I'm going to be obedient and get out my relaxation mode in my bed, God, and go and see my mom like you said. Want to go over there? No, I'm just kidding. I don't, but I will. Because I'm going to enjoy also, Father. I'm going to make sure I enjoy. I'll get some seafood today. I'll treat today. It'll be on me. We'll get some seafood. My mother is not a cheap person to be around. I'm trying to tell you. And every time I go around her, I wind up spending money. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to budget. So she's going to get the dollar menu today. No, I'm just kidding. Hallelujah. <laughs> Nothing I could ever do for my mom can come close to compare of her carrying me around and taking care of me as a child. I'm grateful for that. Father, I feel your spirit. I love you. The world loves you. We all love you. And I know some of us have different ways of showing to God. And some of us express our love differently. A lot of us didn't grow up in a home where a love was expressed. Affection was expressed. So many people don't know how to show or to open up in that area when it comes to being vulnerable. And God said, let me in so I can, so I can show you every step of the way. Because he's the one who showed me. See, I embraced God at a very young age. I thank God. Because when I was, what, how old? When he started speaking at me three to five. That's as far as I can remember. I'm sure before that. But our first conversation I was able to understand was five. And he began to show me what love is. 
He will begin to show you what love is. Let me tell you what blew my mind when it comes to love, being in love. I've been in relationships in the past. I even got married in the past. And I felt like I was in love. I thought I was in love. I felt it in my heart. And God says, any relationship without me is not love. For I am love and the releaser of love only. Anything that's out of me and not like me is lust. The enemy will deceive you to feel and think that you were in love before. To even receive a broken heart. That don't even belong to you because you weren't in love. You were in lust, which didn't belong to you. And as he began to talk to me about my future, I began to fall in love. And I didn't know how to handle the feeling. I cried a lot. I balled up in my bed a lot. And I couldn't control it. I kept trying to do everything to ignore that feeling. I said, God, I do not want this here. Give me something else to think about. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to see that. I'm about to just stay in my room and not even go outside for a while until this feeling go away. I didn't know how to think. I don't know how to deal with it. Every time I thought about a desire of being in love, I couldn't eat or do anything. My stomach began to bother me. I was like, what in the world is going on with my body? And I mean, I had stomach pains. And I began to cry out to God, what's wrong? What's this feeling that I never felt that I don't like? Because I want it so bad. And it's not before me. I can't touch it. I can't say nothing to it. I can't embrace it. So how about you give me the feeling when I can't do that? Because I felt like I was being teased. And God said, I would never tease. I do not tease. But I only release and reveal to prepare. I'm the one who put that feeling and the desires in the inside of you. I'm the one who did the connecting to the connection. Which already been. You just re-walking out what's already been done. And it became so heavy. To the point I couldn't deal with it anymore. I was like, I just, it's, it's too much. And then God said, how about you come to me? Come to the source who put it there. So I began to pray to God, how can I deal with this? Fall in love with it. Fall in love with the promises. Fall in love with the purpose. Fall in love with the destiny that I connected you with this person to fulfill for all eternity. I said, God, but it don't look like it's supposed to happen. It doesn't matter what I said. But this says this. It doesn't matter what I say. 
I was like, why you say anything? <laughs> My God, I was like, why you say anything? Because I was all right not knowing. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I was fine. But like God said, it's his will, his way. And he needed me to prepare how to deal with these emotions his way. And he answered my question. He said, you are in love. And you never been in love before. The feeling that you feel on the inside in your heart, that's deep within your heart, is the love for your desire. And that's what I want. And I want you to fall deeper and deeper in love. Because when you are in that place, failure can never be an option because you honor it that much. And by me thinking about it right now as I'm speaking, making me tear up a little bit. Because it's not easy to see someone like that. In your heart like that. And you go around that person as if nothing is there. And not to say that it's nothing there or pretend, but it's just not the time to embrace. So you have to learn how to control yourself. I had to learn how to control myself. Because I begin to say things. And it's okay to say things. But I didn't move. Physically. But at the same time. God will reveal to you things. And put in your heart. To align with what he's speaking. And then give you vision upon vision. Dream upon dream. And then tell you at the same time, be still, have self-control. Because there have been times I wanted to snatch up and say, look, Jesus, I ain't going to go no more in that conversation. But now, to answer the question, I'm in a place now where I have self-control. Because when you're doing things of God, it's not of the world. It's not the world way of doing anything in your life anymore because you're not operating in that world anymore. So everything becoming new to you. And every step of the way, God has been there. And he's still there. Times I cry out, God, I need you to help me today. I wake up and the thought is there in my heart again. I lie down, it's there. I'm sleeping, it's there. I'm eating, it's there. Whatever I do, it's there. And it's nothing I can do to take it away from me. Because it's supposed to be there. Now how I respond to the preparation determines my level of acceptance and being mature in the area to be able to receive it. Hallelujah. But one challenge, what challenged me the most is for God to release to you your friendship, your oneness with the other individual. And then you see the person and you have to walk away from the person.
I found myself one time being upset because I said to myself, where were you when I needed you? And then God had the, the question reversed on their, end, on their end to say the same thing far as me. Where were you when I needed you? But now we are here. Closer and closer. What do we do now? Is that what that's what matters most? Is what we do now. The past has been forgiving. It's what takes place now. It's the acceptance now. It's the love now. The passion now. The endurance. The persevering. Throughout all the prayer. The crying out. The yearning. The heart aching. And when you go around people, they don't see all that God sees. They just see your standing because God's strength is being made perfect. But God see the weak side when you're falling and crying out. Being led to the rock that's higher than you. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful to be connected back to every promise, not some, to every promise that God has promised me. No matter if I knew what it was or who it was, I knew that God has things that belong to me. That he wanted released to me. And everyone's testimony is different. God showed me and told me. Like he show and tell you different things. Or different people that are connected to you. And just because God showed you a person. Does not mean that that's always the case of marriage. It could be just a connection. But trust me, God will always confirm and be clear as to what he's showing you. Believe me, I know. I only speak of my experience. I don't say anything that I'm hoping or that I think and wish. It's only through my experience. My tears come from passion. Because I am very passionate about everything of God. Everything. It still blows my mind that he is. That this is real. My God. There is a God. Because there are people who literally walk around this earth thinking they're here just due to conception. And it's just from generation to generation. That's it. When you die, that's it. But every knee shall bow. <laughs> Hallelujah. And my goal is to go around being used by God so no one would think that or feel that or experience that any longer. Hallelujah. So let me wipe my eyes from these joyful tears. Get myself together to go spend time with my mother. I want you to enjoy your day. 
thank you, Father. Whenever I cry out to God, my heart gets heavy. God always, always comforts. Because he knows why he put that feeling there. He knows that I am in love. And he knows I've never been in love before. He knows what he's doing. And he knows why he's doing. And know when to do it. Because I felt like it was going too fast. I just got out of something. Even when I was in something, God was preparing. Jesus. God just said that. Even while you was in your situation, whatever you want to call it, not of God, the opposite direction, misdirected. God said, you're saying that, not me. Excuse me. Speaking of that, that is my mom actually calling. Hallelujah. So I love you guys so much. Let me get myself together and be obedient. Get out of here. I love you so much. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. Please excuse every time my phone go off. Every time. Please excuse that. I love you so much. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Get ready, get excited. Pray for me as I pray for you. I love you, I love you. Enjoy your day.